whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are here, we are to, here rant to rant and rave. And rave. <sighs> Girl, <laughs> I feel exhausted already and we've only been <laughs> trying to record for 25 minutes. We've been talking about the lack of infrastructure and up-to-date technology in the city of Angels. It certainly is not one in the of the largest of cities, right? One of the largest cities. I should never be driving down the 405 <sighs> and not have internet for my GPS. Never. <laughs> it's that true. Just, I mean, you don't have to live in California or ever even visited to have heard of the 405. Mm-hmm. There should be internet. True. There. There's also a lot of faux tree cell towers everywhere. My dad loves them. <laughs> I'm also watching, and you know you're going to see it cross my face because last what? week was the first time I edited our video. Mm-hmm. So we'll plug that. It's up on YouTube. Applause. <laughs> I just went to look for the Zoom applause button, but we're not on Zoom. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's been a while since I've wanted to applaud anyone on Zoom. <laughs> Whatever. The Santa Ana wins. They always mess with my internet. Yes. Real privileged person problems. But it does impede our ability to record and for me to edit, which yes. I am clearly not great at. So that hey. <laughs> I, I literally told Jessica, I'm so sick of looking at my face. And yours, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, imagine. You guys, you cannot imagine the chaos that happened at my house. Like, Jay is a saint. I know we say mm -hmm. it every week. But, like, the first six hours I edited, I was like, this is not working. This shouldn't be difficult. I I know how to do this-ish. Uh, like, what has happened? I've been editing my own podcast for what six seven years like this should not be so difficult he goes all of your settings are wrong uh, okay i had accidentally deleted everything i edited three times previous to that and then he's like all of your settings are wrong so i edited for six hours which is ridiculous in the first place it was an hour and 13 minute show oh dear god and it was all for nothing it was useless so uh, that's when the crying starts yes i would say after the second deleting of everything i had done i that's when the crying started <laughs> i've done it and like i'm not violent but that's when i turn into hulk smash mm. and i could potentially put my fist through a wall i've never done it i don't plan on it but i don't want to hurt someone i just want to punch something yeah yeah that's why those rooms where you can throw plates and hammer things yes. popular. yeah it's very i'm not pleasant to be around when i'm keyed up it took multiple days i mean and i mean multiple days <laughs> like 
I edited Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, rendered out overnight. And y'all saw, if you follow our social media, that I rendered out an hour and 13 minutes of our opening music mm -hmm. over our faces. <laughs> Don't know how yes. that up. It was a glitch. Anyway, <laughs> had to <laughs> render it out again. And I, we have talked about my computer, okay? Both of us have ancient technology. Mm -hmm. And I keep saying to myself, your computer's only a couple years old. How are you ever going to go to Dan and be like, I need a new computer, right? Mm. And then I'm like, don't forget, Dana, there's been a pandemic. You don't understand time. Your computer is 37 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how can, who, I don't know who the people are in the world. You're very yeah. lucky who can just go, ugh. Well, time for a new MacBook. <laughs> Bing! Cha-ching! Sorry. It's the cost of what I used to buy cars for when I was young. My Girl, a bottom-of-the-barrel car now, I think, is $45,000. I used to buy cars I'm for serious. For like a baseline. $800. Now, did I pop the hood and start it with the screwdriver? Sure did but it got me where I needed to go. <laughs> anyway, I'm just complaining. Uh, I did say to Dan Tipton, how am I going to possibly do this every week? I don't know that I can. I'm not making that promise. I know I'm going to get better at it. I'm going to keep trying. It is not perfect. It's not even close to perfect. If I were you, I don't know that I would watch it. Is that bad? Dana. Yes, it is. And I am going to rail you right now. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, I'll keep trying. We can grow together. <laughs> How about this? Instead of this BS that she's spewing after all of her hard work, go to our YouTube channel and watch it. Okay. Don't let this be for nothing. People. He's that's Somebody true. commented, they're like, oh, I this is great, but I'm I'm impatient and I want to listen to it now. I'm like, no, this is a video. And unfortunately, there's not a way to really see it. Like when we have our logo, it probably just looks like we're like, hey, it's the rants and raves with our logo again. But it is, in fact, a link to a video. Yeah. So video. go to YouTube, find us. And if you want to watch this insanity unfold in real time then you can see us yes i am in yes. my beautiful montana lodge as you can see jessica went ahead and decided to use a background today uh, uh, instead of her blur now i use and it a background. ain't my house right i use a background but it is actually my house yes. <laughs> it's just that the sun doesn't come until later so i don't want it to be all dark back there like make people think i live in a dungeon you have a lovely area to show. I do not. So well, we're just going to stay in my lodge. I'm literally sitting at the dining room table. So I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I also happen to have with me what I call the 2022 Breakfast of Champions, Jessica. Oh, what is it? A little bit of coffee in my mug from my friend, Jennifer York, because she mm -hmm. gets me. Oh, yes. Does it say fuckulent? Yes. What the fuckulent? Hilarious. I love it very, I love very it. much. Uh, so let me take a little of that. Mm. Mm. There's one third of my breakfast. Okay. Second half of breakfast. Oh, just a monster. Mm. No. 
Delicious. Oh, better make sure I get balanced vitamins. Oh, just a protein shake. Cool. Uh, <laughs> breakfast of champions for the 46-year-old woman. <laughs> Girl, how do you not have heart palpitations with the coffee mixed with Monster? That is like a speedball of caffeine. No, not for this depressive woman. Mm-mm. I have energy issues. <laughs> I got energy issues too, but my God, I already feel my heart beating out of my chest thinking of, I've never had a monster or a Red Bull. They're not that powerful. But listen, I abused caffeine when I was in college because remember I had three jobs. So I would go to sleep on Wednesday and then only take like one or two hour naps in my car until Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and I worked at a factory using heavy machinery that could have crushed cars so i had to stay awake so i just used no dose and that's where i learned to drink coffee because i'll be honest coffee's not my favorite flavor it never was it's an oh yeah oh i didn't realize you didn't enjoy the flavor see i actually love the flavor i like it when i go to ross and find bottles of skinny syrup that taste like cookies that i've put in my coffee sure 49 cents, y'all. Hit it up. What? Isn't that a good deal? You know those bottles you got of the syrup? syrup for 49 cents? Yeah, man. Ross. What? I'm not joking. That's insane. I got vanilla sugar cookie and no, vanilla cream caramel and sugar cookie. 49 cents. Mm-hmm. Delightful. And they'll last a long time. It's just me. Mm-hmm. That sounded sadder than it should have. <laughs> I like my coffee any old way I can get it. I'm not kidding. Dan Tipton likes his black. Just black. (sighs) No matter what it is. Mm -hmm. That's impressive. Yep. Always. I think it's a machismo thing. I don't think anybody enjoys that flavor. Not that. I think he's like, I'm a man. I take it black. I mean, okay. (laughs) I mean, it's a good way to be because then no matter where you are or what coffee, you're just like, whatever. I'm not that gross. Sometimes I've had to have it because there's no choice. I don't love it. And not all coffee is created equal. That's for darn sure. Ma'am, you ought to try four o'clock in the morning, start your 12-hour shift factory coffee. You want to talk about (laughs) gross. I bet that machine had never been cleaned. Oh. You know? Of course, and I already yeah. know the type of machine I can. It was like a mm-hmm. bun, B U N N. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. I know exactly. We had one of those at our office, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, just a little swish of water. At least when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, we put crushed ice and rock salt and really. Wait a minute, I'm sorry. Up. Did I know you worked at Dunkin' Donuts? I don't know. It was my first, well, not my, my first job was a sir, uh, not a server. <laughs> Excuse me. I only wish my first job was a hostess, meaning I refilled a lot of coffee at the bagel eatery in Dunwoody, Georgia. I then moved on a year later at 14 to Dunkin Donuts in Roswell, Georgia, my hometown. And my best friend and I worked there and literally made enough tips to where we could split a pack of cigarettes back when cigarettes were like a dollar a pack. And we would go next door to Taco Bell and each get something off the dollar menu. Yes, I do remember you saying this. How did I not file that away as like... (laughs) I don't know. 
I rem because I think I told you my first boyfriend worked in the bakery at Dylan's at the grocery store, and he would bring me home uh -huh. donut donut holes. Yes, we got in trouble for giving away donut holes to football players from our school when That's they come right. in. We'd be like, <laughs> here they're on us. <laughs> And our boss would come out literally like a cartoon and be looking down the end of his nose on us. So that's coming out of your paycheck or your tips. Oh, we're like, hee hee. You were How 14. You whisper, what's wrong with you? <laughs> because we were so elated and giddy and we wanted to seem cool. Okay. Jessica, before we like get into it, how was your holiday? It was very nice. Thank you. We yeah. had. Uh, Passover celebration on Friday with some friends. We had Easter yesterday with some friends, and it was just delightful and a really nice weekend uh, catching up with people. Honestly, we haven't done that in a couple of years, and it was oh, God, really too. nice. Yeah, But I still feel like that crazy person where I'm like, oh, this is someone I haven't seen, and I'm getting crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, right? I... I have to say, I limited my intake of alcohol, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I <laughs> did have my child, so there was some mommy wrangling that had to go on, and I think when I replayed it 17 times before going to sleep in my head, I think I managed to be a quasi-normal human yesterday. I'm kind of proud I of like myself. That. that hasn't happened for a while. I like that. You looked beautiful. Oh, you were you. a very dapper looking fam going out for Easter. I love thank it. You. And I'm glad we, that you guys got to go enjoy. Oh my God. We had so much fun. We were um, at our friend. Well, you know, Jen Smedley. A lot of people mm -hmm. probably know her. We've known her. She yes. was in Sunday company with me. Mm -hmm. She used to perform at Second City. Uh, and she is one half of I Mom So Hard. And she's mm -hmm. a very good friend of ours. So uh, we went over there. We all used to get together with all of our kids. And then COVID hit. And yep. so, like, she really only, they only really saw Kristen and Colin and their kids. Of course. They were on tour and stuff. And we haven't seen anybody. So it was right. really fun to get back into, like, just Aww. family, outdoor time. Um, Heck, yeah. And, you know, the Galls were there. Our friend Ryan Gall, who we've talked about before, yeah, right. his kids. Um, so it was really fun. It was absolute mayhem and chaos. And it was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. Yeah, it was really, really <laughs> cute. Um, okay, Jessica. Yes. Now that we've got that I am trying my hardest, I'm going to try th again this week. <laughs> Tell people how to get a hold of us so they can write in and say, um, Dana, you need to make sure when you edit, blah, blah. Now, I don't know that our listeners will do that, but somebody will, believe me. Somebody mm -hmm. will. <laughs> let, them, let them know how they can get a hold of us. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Uh, also, nobody complained with my audio editing last week when I had to just take full chunks of the show out because our internet was going in and out. So thank but you for today. keeping your thoughts to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Today, too, I'm terrified to edit because as I'm speaking to you, my face is three seconds behind my words. No, do not worry. We're going to figure it out. Okay. You guys can find us, if you haven't already, at The Rants and Raves Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We are on Twitter at raves underscore the. 
You can send us an email to the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. And last but certainly, uh, certainly not least, please go to YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel. I know yes. people download the their podcast through Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Play, all these different things. But we've always had it going on uh, YouTube, YouTube for a it's, long time. But it's now always been there, and a bunch of them it. just a bunch of them just say no views, no views, no views. <laughs> but I do want to explain to you guys because some people may not know this. I did create mm-hmm. a playlist. Okay, so mm-hmm. you there's a choice between just the audio, and then or you can do video and audio. The video. Oh, so the playlist for the video, it just has one in it right now. Uh, Jay mm-hmm. actually edited one from weeks from a few weeks ago for us mm-hmm. that I will try my hardest to get my computer to upload today. <laughs> um, but that's awesome. an older episode. But uh, they will be in a folder called trying this video thing. That's the playlist name. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, y'all, I'm aware I need to get the subscribe button up there. I know this. I'm going to try and edit some shorts for us. Um, but if you guys, if, even if you just put it on and listen to it while you're walking around, or if you turn it all the way down and just let it play through, <laughs> that will help some people on the internet find us, an audience that we haven't tapped into before. And mm-hmm. that might be really great for us. Perhaps it could lead to us getting new computers one day. <laughs> Indeed. Um. So, yeah. Go check it out if you Thank want to you, see Dana. Our, our big faces. Indeed. You're up first on rants. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just staring at you like, mm-hmm, would you like to rant? <laughs> uh, you guys. I mean, yeah, sure. I have touched on this before. I have, in fact, touched on the very company that I'm livid about. But I'm just oh. going to use this as an overall blanket rant. So this um, is a Jessica rant? About this. Mm-hmm. This okay. is from Jessica. I'm not even going to pretend like it's from Messica. It's from Jessica. We've been talking about this over the recent COVID times. And look, I'm not making a joke about this at all. I know in LA and also when I traveled recently, we're seeing the real effects of companies not being able to have help whatsoever, let alone to secure competent and good help. I hate to say that. And when I say help, I mean employment. And this means any avenue, right? But in particular, the service industry, anything that involves customer service. Okay, so we have touched on this before, but I have had it with customer service being lacking. (laughs) And I'm telling you, this in particular is from FedEx, who I was singing their praises at one point. Now I'm really really annoyed with FedEx and a lot of other places. I do not expect every employee. I always use Home Depot as the example. If I go into Home Depot and I have a question about paint, I don't expect somebody who typically works in hardware to know the difference between eggshell and satin finish. I don't. What I do expect as a consumer is what I do myself in retail all the time and say, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. Let me go and find out. Or if sure. I know there's no one here that's going to know, I say, I promise I will get back to you within the next 24 hours. I'm not sure. Let me look into if we can do that or if that exists or if that's something we can order. Yes. What I don't like being told 
is people not knowing what they're talking about and kind of insisting that they do or just not oh, caring. Making it up. Making it up. And I'm just going to make this short and sweet. Don't worry. We're going to have a short episode because we're cutting out about 20 minutes of me no, going off the rails. Oh. <laughs> yes, we are. We'll see. You guys do not need to know. Maybe that'll be a Patreon only for people that I know and trust that listen to us. I will let you see me come fully unhinged. Jessica, um, I came unhinged last week and I went ahead and did it. So we'll discuss. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm so scared. Okay. But seriously, <laughs> I spent, I wish I was exaggerating, literal hours this week on the phone with FedEx. I spoke with six different people, all at different levels, all in different departments. I wasted hours of my time. I wasted hours of one of my clients' times because I am working for them. This is setting up an account um, to be told something different by all six people. Also, it was insane. Also including, well, I can't see why it's not. And I'm like, okay, again, I'm not trying to be nasty with you, but I don't need to keep hearing you say that. I know you're saying you don't see why it's not. I keep screenshotting and emailing you guys what I'm seeing. I'm telling you it's not working. And I was turned away by two different locations who told me that with a business account, I couldn't ship from there without doing the label at home because of what I was shipping. You need to know what I was shipping. I'll tell you listeners, alcohol. I got a client approved to ship alcohol because it is a restaurant and marketplace. And we do like amazing gift crates, which could include wine. Mm -hmm. And now we're at a place six weeks later and six people that I spoke to last week. And finally on Saturday, I had already worked all day. I was going to my second job of the day and I was on the phone for an hour and I just told the lady, I said, I'm sorry, I, I've got to go. I said, you've been nothing but nice. You've been nothing but helpful. And she even admitted, she goes, I don't work in the tech side, but I am so sorry for your frustration. She goes, let me do what I can do. I mean, she was great. And just trying to walk me through all these things she did fix a lot of the issues that people weren't getting to the bottom of. Mm-hmm. But I said, I've now been on the phone for an hour and a half. I'm late for work and I'm done. I'm just tapped out. So may I beg you to take my number and have someone call me next week? Yeah. I just, I can't, I don't have the bandwidth for this anymore. She was like, I'm so incredibly sorry. I said, don't be sorry. Cause it wasn't you. You were one of the people yeah. that was actually helpful. And also, yeah, I might be offensive by saying this, but I'm going to say it. Okay. One of the people I called clearly at a call center. Um, I've worked in call center, so I really don't feel bad saying that. What I do have an issue with is that I could hear the wind blowing so hard in the phone and kids screaming in the background. So you were clearly at a park and I'm not being mean. And I have the greatest respect for people trying to simultaneously raise children and work. I do. You're never going to hear a bad word about that from me. But if your job is to be on the phone with customer service and I hear wind so loud and kids screaming, I have a problem with that because that means you are not at an office or home with a book or a computer in front of you Uh where you are able to troubleshoot what I'm calling about. 
Uh, yes. Right? You're nowhere near where you can look up and help. And even if you have your laptop in front of you, uh, as we're experiencing today, mm -hmm. internet drops in and out. Uh, also, you're, you need to be watching your kids. If you're with them at a public place, mm -hmm. you got to keep an eye on them. And if you're having 100%. to keep an eye on your kids while you're talking to me, then I'm probably getting the least attention. And yes. while you're working, I need to be the one getting attention. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, totally. I understand too. Listen, it's it's been a difficult road for me to be a mommy and to have a career. Yes. When my life partner has a full-time job that has no flexibility and also Correct. takes over your whole life. Yes. So, you know. I know I'm not a single mom, but there have been, I've had a lot of experiences of a single mom, uh, just as far as care goes, not financially. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can't do that. No. I don't think that that company would allow that. Exactly. Yeah. So, like I said, I know times are tough. I know companies are really struggling to get help and to get competent help. Um, it's just infuriating though. Like it gets to a point where it's like, cool. When someone has wasted hours of their time. And I kept saying to them, I said, I am not an unreasonable person, mm -hmm. but now this many hours in and none of you, none of you can get to the bottom of it and keep repeating to me. No, you're, you're approved for all this. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is. Figure it out. Also, it's not like you're sending your nephew an Easter basket. This is like business. This is business and we've been approved. And I said, you know, what's the most infuriating if I had just walked in and had them create labels like they've always done, maybe it would have gotten through. I don't know what and how they screen packages these days. I yeah. said I was forthcoming and I straight up said before they started, just so you know, all three of these boxes contain alcohol. I don't know if you need to mark that differently on the box and or through your system. Right. I was being honest. I was disclosing. I'm not trying to hide anything. That's why I went through this insane process and rightfully so of us getting legally allowed and approved through FedEx, our chosen carrier to ship alcohol. Doesn't that make you mad <sighs> when you are doing the right thing and you get punished by doing the right thing? Yes, it I, makes that happened my with blood me. boil. I remember a few years ago uh, that happened with me with unemployment. Mm -hmm. uh, I had gotten, you know, we deal with residual checks. Yes. And at that time, they didn't have it set up. This was years ago. They didn't have it set up where you could see what was coming. Exactly. And so you still never know when it's going to hit your doorstep. Yep. But I mean, <laughs> I've waited to be paid for things for a couple of years before, you know? Yep. So there's a little peek into the. Uh, instability of our lives Seriously. anyway <laughs> but like i called them and said hey i got an unemployment check and i ended up getting residuals for this week and mm -hmm. i put it in the bank but i had already mailed in my paperwork do you know that they caused they told me i was in violation and i said i didn't know that money was here uh -huh. and they they banned me for 18 weeks from getting because I came forward and said, hey, I got this check. If I hadn't let them know that I got this $56 check, they you know, would have which, never which known. Which you can live on. That's plenty of money for a week. 
Are you kidding me? I had the Mm -hmm. same thing happen with them once by disclosing that I got paid for one of my little acting jobs. Yeah, I get so mad when you're honest and forthcoming and you get penalized for it. It makes you want it's I mean, honestly, it's an origin story for a (laughs) supervillain. That's perfect. I'm sorry, Jessica. Oh, it's fine. Get me out of this hell because I am fully unhinged. We are moving on to Dana's rant. Okay. (laughs) Like, no joke. We're at 38 minutes. If it's wonky tonight when I'm cutting this, too bad, y'all, because I am legit cutting out a chunk. I literally lost my mind. I am fully (laughs) disclosing that, and I'm fully telling you that I'm cutting it out. Okay. Okay. So there may or may not be a video for this week because she gonna have to cut it out of the video or we ain't going to have the video. Let me just make that right clear. Okay. Have some listener accusing me of being like Marjorie Taylor Thomas or some bullshit. A woman I'm horrified is even from the very state I was raised. (laughs) I am so scared of you right now. You should be. Okay, okay, we'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't laughed this hard in ages. (laughs) Thank God she's laughing. No, because I saw the look in her eyes and I'm like, I I don't think I've ever looked at you like that before. I'm like, I have crossed the line and I'm going to need to back that ass up. When did you notice when I started yanking on my face and going, Jessica? Yes. I love you. I'm going to show you what I'm sitting on. I don't know if this will add insult to injury. I don't know if y'all can see it. Can you? Whose face is that? Well, I want you to see all the faces. There's a bunch of faces you're oh, sitting on. Darn faces. It. Uh, it's because we have these filters on. This or, is, is so bad. Pillow? Yes. It's uh, a screenshot I took of a Zoom um, from one of my jobs, and my friend, as a surprise, turned it into a pillow pillow. for me and i was crying that is hilarious and now you're sitting on it oh yeah jessica (sighs) your fart pillow my friend no ew i adore michael matera he's such a precious human but he used to have i don't know if he's still loves but he used to have a fart pillow and i can't think of anything more disgusting like he would go over and fart on his fart pillow to like, then what? It's all trapped himself? in there. No. <laughs> it, then they're all trapped in there, and then you just throw it away one day. I'm sorry, what? That's not science. Okay. I, I don't even know why I'm talking about fart pillows right now. What has happened to I, us? I'm I'm quite literally <laughs> speechless. Okay, I'm That's saying a lot. So you've done your job. You've gotten me to shut up for the first time this morning. <laughs> I can't stop coughing. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this rant is from a listener. <laughs> okay. This is from April. Thank you, April. Uh, I'm uh, I'm like a little kid, and as soon as I hear you guys say this was shared by a listener, and then I hear my name and like, oh, maybe it's me. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> And all honesty, I didn't even read the entire article I shared with you. Wait, are these in order, Jessica? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. This is like the the beginning of her. Gotcha. And in all honesty, I didn't even read the entire article I shared with you over this house rep lady. So when you said the suicide stuff, I was surprised and I didn't pay that much attention. What is this referring to? That was to the rep that went to the middle school sleepover and oh, was yes. hammered. So yeah. April also sent us that in. So she this was her recounting. Like when she heard it was like, oh, <laughs> she did what a lot of us are guilty of. She read a thing. She's like. A uh, house representative for the U.S. government got drunk at a middle school sleepover. What? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell everyone the same as I tell my mother. Read the article. I've been guilty of that before, too. <laughs> yeah, me you too. Do. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Okay. Uh, but also, I have a question for you. You were talking about having lizards when you were growing up. Yes, Jessica, you did. I have had a couple of lizards in my life. And I think this part, what I'm about to ask is why it surprises me that Dana has a bearded dragon. Oh, I don't have a bearded dragon. I have a gecko. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would love a bearded dragon. Mm -hmm. our, our friend and listener, Erica Keating, who won the Golden Girls. Yes. They, her family has a bearded dragon. Oh, they're so cute. Mm -hmm. So cute. Um, so I was suggested a reel and started watching it and fell into a black hole on Facebook or Instagram one day. I mean, as one is wont to do. <laughs> Some guy was talking about lizards and how they have pores that need expressing after their version of hibernation or whatever. Not hibernation, but something similar. I was like, lizards hibernate? Uh, okay. Well, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Pimple Popper, so I was naturally interested <laughs> This is so one of our people because yes. it's a little bit. I'm like, what? How did we get to Dr. Pimple Popper? Oh, yeah. You I, just went. I also am a huge fan. And I also never heart the videos because I'm ashamed of myself. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, some lizards have to have their pores expressed around their legs like WTF. Did you ever have to do that? Or does Dana? Because I think she'd gag. I definitely would. I would take <laughs> I would take Murphy to the vet for that. Mm -hmm. um, so I mentioned I'd fallen into the dark hole, right? You did. <laughs> LOL. When the one guy who claimed to be an expert was then talking about sometimes males need help extracting their femoral pores the ones near their groin, but also their sperm plugs, then my dumbass self says, what the fuck is sperm plug? Uh, and I Googled it. Bad idea. Oh, no. Because I don't know. Oh, no. <sighs> yes. Sperm plugs. Legit clogged pore from their hemp knees, their inverted double penis. This is a medical lesson, y'all. <laughs> What lizards have inverted double penises? And does it flip out like an old school flip phone? Like, boing. <clears throat> Is that? I don't know. Okay. So sometimes. Oh, my God. And it comes out looking the damn shape of the freaking glint. No, gross. Not to mention. <laughs> Then the expert dude mentions how the larger the animal, the larger the extraction. So I can only imagine having to do that on a godforsaken iguana. Yeah. Uh, no. Holy cow. But I instantly was like, OMG, lunch up. 
What the fuck? <laughs> this is such a stream of consciousness. <laughs> I love it so much. And I seriously just can't imagine Dana knowing anything about that sort of stuff. No. Or she would never have allowed Henry to get a bearded dragon. I wouldn't have allowed him to get anything that needed me to express his sperm plugs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I realize it's benign in theory, but so gross. I told you I went down a dark hole. <laughs> damn reels. And damn you, Google. I do the same thing. But I had no yes. clue. I need to I'm gonna go down a dark hole now because I need to know what kind of lizards need expression. You know, I mean, I was well into my late twenties before I realized that when you take your dog for grooming, they pinch the glands at their butthole. Uh, so not always, but that was something that my dog that I had in college specifically needed. It's, uh, I know you're a lady and don't want to say it. It's to have their anal glands squeezed. Mm -hmm. Espressed. Mm -hmm. Espressed. And even if they were willing to show me, listen, I cut yeah. my dog's toenails one time and that was all I needed. And I then continued to take care. He wasn't a dog that needed grooming. He was a short hair. Uh, but you best believe the vet, I let them clip his nails. All of that yeah. kind of special stuff is not for me. It's not for the faint of heart. Now, I will say, you know, I've talked before, my little Murphy, she's a gecko, and mm -hmm. she is terminally ill, and she has mm -hmm. been, gosh, she's three, so we found out when she was a year old. Um, she's three or four now. I'm telling you, she's a survivor. <laughs> she's mm -hmm. not going to give up. Uh, I just adore her. Uh, she, her front two legs are somewhat paralyzed. I know this mm -hmm. sounds horrible. So she basically like uses her elbows, but boy, she fast, she catch her food, mm -hmm. you know, but because of that, she has a harder time shedding than what she should. Mm -hmm. So I do, some people think it's gross, but I do have to, I'll give her a little soak and then I will help her. A lot of times I have to pull her head off mm -hmm. <laughs> when she's peeling, <laughs> I have to pull yeah. her face off. For her now some people totally. think that's gross i can handle that that's not an issue yeah. i can feed her worms gross. i can do stuff like that but you start talking about expressing i don't like juices anyway we know this <laughs> but if it's a, a sperm plug from an ant no uh -uh. no no i have to say that my mind is blown a little bit. I don't know what's going on in this episode. I think I'm still in my house. I don't know what year it is. I think you think that I drugged you before we started I recording. I'm like, which I would will not never, be crazy. I will never have comfy monster and a protein shake all at once again. <laughs> uh, I should have probably eaten. So I could have taken my daily meds before we started because I think. Where we, are you going right now? Oh, oh, okay. Repositioning and sitting on my pillow. Just putting. Not my pillow. Paper. Don't get the wrong idea. My pillow, like my own personal pillow. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I have made you so fearful. <laughs> Literally scared for my life. Right. <laughs> I might go dark on social media and be one of those people a year later and be like, I'm back. And then people are like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize she was gone. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's it's, sad. It is. It is. Monday, April 18th. Mm-hmm. We are in sunny Los Angeles, California. And my name is Dana Powell. I'm just oh, trying to make you were going to say sure. David Lynch. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know he does that every morning. He's like, today is Monday, April 18th. In Los Angeles, the temperature is 64. Who does he I do don't that? know, but it's a daily message he puts out. I'm not joking. What did you think I was going to say? You said it in the same cadence and everything. I was like, where? Because I was there? trying to ground myself. <laughs> and you just made it worse. Oh, my God. Wait, we need cleansing breath. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we also, do. we need <laughs> cleansing breath. And remember when I sent the Ransom Raves that um, song from Mr. Chaz, who is like uh, uh, children behaviorist on Instagram? Yes. Maybe if I can find that, <laughs> we can do it because I think it's so cute. Mm. Nope, I don't have any internet, so I'm not going to be able to pull <laughs> that up. <laughs> okay, what we like to do is take a calming cleansing breath, mm. right? So um, I'm sure you've noticed that things have not gone according to plan today. <laughs> That's right. And so Jessica and I, we've ranted. We've started the show over. We've <laughs> and we're still here. We're going to take a deep here. breath in. We're going to we're going to take a deep breath in and then blow everything out that has happened so far today, and then fill up with goodness. <laughs> I can't get it together. <laughs> okay, Jessica, are you ready? This ready. Is gonna, this is gonna write the ship. I just know mm-hmm. it. It is. Okay, here we go. I just looked at my computer screen and some hotspot just popped up that's called Everything's Coming Up Millhouse. I don't know what that means either. My God. Uh, okay. The Simpsons character. Mm-hmm. I actually know the guy that character is based off of. Isn't oh. that crazy? always a weird thing to me i look at him and i'm like i see it i Uh see it okay anyway here we go hollywood deep breath in and uh, let's go ahead and take another one and deep breath in and With this very unhinged episode, I think it's only right that our corner is a weirdo of the week. You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? Sometimes I can't sustain that last breath. Well, you know what? It's tough. This is also sent in by a listener. Her name is Sarah. Okay. Man with 124 pet snakes. Let's take that back. 124 of anything. But these are pets, number one. And number two, snakes. Including. Breeds them, maybe. Well, he's out of line in so many ways. And you're. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, including a 14 foot long Burmese python, those aren't even supposed to be on this continent, died of a snake bite. 
So if that is not karma and irony, Wait, I don't know the what Python? the Python died or the man. No, died? the man who owned all these snakes died oh. from a snake. This is brought to us by Mary Ellen Cagnasola from people.com. A man in Maryland who was found dead in his home with more than 100 pet snakes, 124 to be exact, died as a result of snake envenomation, an autopsy report confirms. Officials with the Maryland State Medical Examiner's Office confirmed Wednesday that David Riston, 49, died as a result of a venomous snake bite. His death was ruled accidental. Police performed a wellness check on January 19th after Riston's neighbor expressed concern that he had not seen him in about 24 hours. After approaching the man's door, the neighbor saw that Riston had fallen to the floor. The Charles County Sheriff's Office said in a statement that officers recovering, excuse me, discovered Riston lying on the floor and unconscious, but there was no apparent indicators of foul play. As the officers continued into the house, more than a hundred venomous and non-venomous snakes of different varieties were discovered in tanks situated on racks. Among the snakes was a 14-foot-long Burmese python. You know how big that is? As well as venomous snakes that are illegal to have in Maryland, including cobras, black mambas, and rattlesnakes. Animal control officers counted a total of 124 snakes at the home. Our chief animal control officer said in his more than 30 years of experience, he had not encountered this kind of thing before. Nobody seemed to be aware that he was harboring snakes inside the home. Wow. Do you know how freaky that had to be for the officers who went in and were going through that house and how freaked out? In any of these cases, when people are going in and you don't know what you're going to find. And if the guy has been dead for 24 hours, did anything get out? Where's the one that bit him? Like, okay. Wow. That's scary to me. Yes. And it also seems like, is that the best environment for those snakes? Me thinks not. No. (laughs) And I'm so sick of people having illegal pets. I'm sure it happens all over the world. I mean, Jessica. I had an illegal pet for 14 years. Um, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite, but I'm okay with that because she was this big and couldn't harm anymore. Like, these are illegal things that are a lot of, first of all, not even native, again, to this continent. We have our own slew of poisonous snakes here. We don't need to bring that from other places, just like people don't need to export it from here to over there. Like, it's insanity. That's why there's so many wild animal, uh, large cat rescues and whatnot. The hell were you doing having a pet lion or tiger to begin with? Somebody just surrendered an alligator to a reptile place that I, that I follow. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you try and have an, you know, it's going to get huge. Yes. And listen, it's going to have a great life where it is, but like, what if they didn't exist? And you know, exactly. it's not the only, I, oh, wow. That's scary to me. That's yeah. Insane. I mean, I, when I bought my pet, she was not illegal where I lived. It's where I moved Correct. to that yes. she was illegal, but I did, you know, she went to the vet regularly. People were aware I had yes. her. They were like, she clearly loves you. Like, uh-huh. we're not going to say anything. Cause 
I was petrified they were going to report me and they were like, mm-hmm. no. Do you know how many animals we get in here that are abused and not taken care of? This animal is like reaching for you as we walk away. We're not going to report her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. God, that's scary. So in that crazy. situation, you know there's got to be at least one cop that's like, I told you I'm not going in there. Yes. <laughs> I, I would be that cop. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. My corner this week. Oh, shoot. I opened it up and I can't even remember. Oh, it's an animal instinct. Mm-hmm. Dana, why didn't you just assume that when you were looking at the article? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so this is from Nerdist.com. Which now that I backed up to see what, okay, here we go. Boy, this internet. I mean, this episode is called The Internet, Dana, and Jessica are insane and useless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Nerd the Nerdist uh, by Melissa Truth Miller. Scientists trained ants to smell cancer. What? I actually read about this recently. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. You've heard of drug-sniffing dogs, but what about ants? That an idea French scientists recently pitched. That's an idea. All right, Nerdist. Really? (sighs) First sentence, you got a typo? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Dana. (laughs) That's an idea French scientists recently pitched. Their research shows ants can be reliably trained more quickly and less expensively than man's best friend. Ants have a keen sense of smell, perhaps the best of any animal on Earth. Hmm. I was not aware of that. Me neither. And it turns out that a little bit of positive reinforcement conditions them to seek out certain odors, including cancerous cells. Wow. Scientists gave the ants sugar when they went near a certain target, in this case, cancerous human cells. It only took a few repetitions before the ants reliably moved towards that same cell. The researchers then upped the stakes, giving the ants options. Still, they moved towards the cell they trained on instead of healthy human cells. When presented with cells from different forms of cancer, the ants again moved towards the one that they associated with a sugary reward. The peer-reviewed journal Science published the results, which we saw at Design Taxi. I guess that was a big event. Trials with dogs began in much the same manner with positive reinforcement associated with a certain smell. Tests then became more difficult, and trained dogs can now identify specific types of cancer and other hmm. diseases. Human cancer cells release different odors, and dogs can tell them apart through smelling human breath. Wow. Wow. There are also dogs trained to detect COVID-19. These steps take time and money to train the dogs, yes, but also to train the humans who work with the dogs to maintain their skills. Mm-hmm. The scientists propose that ants are the solution, but the humans and the ants require less training. Reliable results only take a matter of minutes rather than the months dog training requires. The next step is to test whether this could also apply to other smells like explosives, drugs, and other diseases like malaria and diabetes. Oh, my God. It may not be in place by the next time you go through airport security, but trained ants could put dogs out of work. Wow. Crazy cool. It is crazy cool. Ants are fascinating. I've never been a... I've never been a killer of ants. I don't like doing that. Yep. Um, uh, haven't you always loved watching them? Even when I was a kid, I was obsessed watching at them like a traffic jam going opposite directions. And like if one gets stuck and then they move around and go. Yes. 
watching that they can carry what is carry. It, three times their weight. I think more than that. It's something insane. There's something so crazy about the colony and how they work together. And, and have you ever seen those things where they give them sugar water, but they dye it and you can see them grow their, their thorax. What's the no. bug? The bug. I think it's the thorax. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, it blows up and they become like see-through blue because you can see how much they consume. And then when they get full, they'd walk away in another ant would come out. They're fascinating. They I'll really tell you are. what though, bugs terrify me. I mean, we all saw Starship Troopers. <laughs> Am I wrong, Casper Van Dien? If you haven't, you might ought to. Uh, because I'm telling you, bugs can take us over yes. real easy. And they're heartless. <laughs> have you ever watched? Have you ever watched a cricket eat a mealworm? I didn't do it on purpose. Yes. And I screamed and I was yelling at Dan Tipton, get that mealworm away from that cricket. He's a monster. <laughs> It was so traumatic to me. Yes. Bugs have no sense of empathy. Well, none. <laughs> none. And they're armies and they're strong. Yes. Clearly they can sniff. Okay, moving on. That's really cool and really scary. It's really, really cool. I feel like I was going to update you with something. Here's, I am going to do it just real quick. Sure. A listener of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, who we love and adore recently was very ill mm -hmm. and had to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I just spoke with her this morning. She is out. She is doing oh, okay. Good. Thank goodness. However, this is why I'm bringing this up. It was something more. She had had COVID in December. She thought maybe there was some long-term effects. Mm -hmm. um, she also blamed her shortness of breath and things on being heavy because, you know, society tells us, the reason uh -huh. anything's wrong with you is because you're fat. Um, uh -huh. That is very frequently not the case. <laughs> um, she is a mom and has her own business and uh, also has another full-time career uh, and was not taking care of herself. And there was uh -huh. something very wrong. Uh -huh. There was some cardiac issues. Oh, wow. And um, basically, I just want to remind everyone, she asked also, she said, you can share this. And I said, I just wouldn't share her name. But um, mm -hmm. she asked to remind everyone, please take care of yourselves. Please yes. listen to your body. Yes. Uh, you know, when it becomes something that you realize you're going to die from, boy, you kick it in gear. Right. Mm -hmm. But for way too long, she was blaming things that were not true. Uh, for how she was feeling. Mm -hmm. She was saying, it's because I'm overweight. It's because I'm, you know, tired. It's because this, it's because I'm old. It's because that. And it wasn't until she, they were like, oh, you might die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that she kind of went, wait, what? And started really evaluating. So please, 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 wow. men, men and women, please listen, listen to your bodies. Yes, What's we have everything? families, we have jobs, we have things we have to show up for, but we cannot show up for those things if we are not healthy. That's right. So please do not be so hard on your bodies, okay? Yep. Take a break when you need to. <clears throat> Absolutely. To no, that's a, uh, no, A, I'm really glad that you did, and I'm very glad to know that she's out of the hospital. And uh, I have my own little update. I went for my annual skin scan 
So I actually have to get it twice a year because I've had a lot of things that are abnormal removed from my back and one from my upper leg. And y'all, you might be like, I don't have a mark on my body. Great. I hope you don't. I implore you, if you are someone who has never had to see a dermatologist in your life, just go and give yourself peace of mind. Uh, technology has advanced. I don't care. I Like I said, I am super modest. I used to freak out even at the doctor. Now I'm just like, whatever. I take it all off. I'm like, who am I kidding by acting shy in front of the doctor? She's not staring at my body except to do her work, peering around at every inch of my body to make sure it's okay. I had my fifth biopsy, knock wow. on wood, but I made my husband go and he's not dumb, not even kind of, but whenever I mention sunblock, he's like, I'm Italian. I, I have darker right. skin and I don't need to go and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. That's all baloney business. And even people who are African-American can, my, now I'm really tripped up on everything I say, black. I'm not joking, y'all. I feel like I've lost my mind. What is the appropriate thing to say these days? I think black. <laughs> my friend from college was a lifeguard when we were in college, and he's black, and he got burned to hell one day, and I will never forget that. So I don't care how light or dark your skin is. Yes. Everyone needs to be checked. 100%. And y'all, the areas of concern are of my back, which hasn't seen the light of day since I burned to the living hell out of it in middle school when I used to lay face down on a raft in the lake. Now it could be from that. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Uh, the area on my leg also is like on my upper thigh, barely seen the light of day in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. So I'm just pointing this out. Like Dana said, not only do you need to listen to your body and we all poo poo things or go, Oh, it's just a backache or it's a, this or a that prevention is key. So go. And the best thing that can happen is they say, you know what? You look great. And they have a record of how your skin looks. So they can then go, I didn't notice this mole on your back last year or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they can take care of it. Cause I said to her, I go, look, I'm not freaking out, which is not the norm for me, but I am truly calm. But I said, is this kind of like my new norm? And I need to get used to this. And she goes, I'm, I'm afraid so. She goes, I don't know how often, but because of your familial history and because you are now showing a lot of abnormal things the last two years, my point is I'm going to try to nip it in the bud now yeah. so it doesn't become a problem. And I just said to her, I go at this age and I said, I don't think it's any secret. I'm not planning to be a swimsuit model. <laughs> I said, I don't care what you do to my body at this point, as long as you get it out. Yeah. Like when I was younger, I would have freaked about scarring and all that. I'm like, just do what you need to do. I don't yeah. care. I don't like, so there's your PSA, but we mean it. You guys like, yeah. please listen to when something's weird, just you sometimes if you're have not, to be relentless and you yes. might go to a doctor that makes you feel like you're crazy or straight up tells you there's nothing wrong with you. And I'm sorry, they can be wrong. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> You have to listen to your body. If something is off or painful or labored, it's your body telling you, hey, I'm not yep. okay. Exactly. And you got to figure it out. You got to help it. That's right. For sure. 
All right. Let's move into the good part of the show. Yes. The okay. Rave, where we this, get to rave about wonderful things. That's right. This is the lightest thing I've said in this episode. I can assure you of that. So this one was, I think Dana and I both saw this. Also, quite a few different listeners sent this in to us. Oh, uh, wow. And I think people found out about this specifically through Kristen Bell because she had a little blurb in her story one day about this. So we all know that there's all kinds of avenues to recycle or donate and all that kind of stuff. But this, I think, is fascinating. And I love that it's through the company directly. And it costs you no money at all. They are even going to pay the label for you. Okay, this is Lego. And this is a program they have. Uh, it's part of their sustainability. And it's called Replay. So if you go to lego.com and uh, you can look under sustainability and replay. Uh, it's also under in the tab environment. Lego Replay is a simple to use platform that allows you to pass forward your much loved Lego bricks and share the power of play with kids in need. When children play with your donated Lego bricks, it helps them to problem solve, collaborate, and think creatively. With Lego Replay, words of play can be rebuilt and reimagined many times over, helping to inspire the builders of tomorrow. Where do your bricks go? We work closely with multiple donation partners who proudly give your much-loved Lego bricks new life. The children who receive the bricks continue to play with them, creating endlessly. By donating through Lego Replay, you can give thousands of American children the chance to learn through play and continue their growth. They also have a list of all kinds of things they give to the Boys and Girls Club. They give to Teach for America. The list goes on and on and on. That's so it's cool. So awesome. Couldn't be simpler. It says, how does it work? You literally have all the pieces loose. You take apart any assembled things. You just send the loose pieces in a box. They allow you to print a label at home and you literally slap it on and drop it off at a shipment center. What we accept, Lego system, Duplo and Technic bricks and elements from single or multiple sets, Lego minifigures and mini dolls, no need to disassemble the dolls, and Lego base plate. They have a few things of what they don't uh, accept. Obviously, nothing that's non-Lego. They don't accept things that are already fully or partially built, no batteries, and no building instructions or packaging. So it's amazing because what they do, and it also shows this little graph, choose Lego bricks or elements you'd like to donate. They don't need to be full sets. That's another key thing because I read their FAQs and some people asked, oh, what if I'm missing part? It doesn't matter. Uh, you just disassemble, put all the bricks in, and then you sort out anything that's not accepted in the list above. Because what they then do is sanitize the Legos and then reassemble them, not into things, but like reconfigure them, if you will, and have new instructions and ideas of things to build. So oh, they've cool. really gone the extra mile. So no matter what you are sending, it's going to be a little of your Legos, a little of mine, a little of this person's and that. They send a box. It goes to a child or to a school and I just think it's incredible. It is There's incredible. There's so much waste. And <laughs> we also, don't need to waste. 
there are a lot of children that probably don't have Legos because yes. I happen to know they're very expensive. Yes. Like I have always <laughs> been a little bit grateful that my son was never obsessed with Legos. Yep. He was more into video games. <laughs> because they're so freaking expensive. They really are. And especially when you get into like collecting the different scenarios and stuff. Absolutely. Ooh. And it's a toy that's lasted. I mean, first of all, they were absolutely around when we were kids. I don't know when Lego was invented or started, but it's a toy that's truly lasted the test of time. It's good yeah. for anyone. It's actually great for all ages. I know a I personally love sitting down with a kid and helping build something with Legos. It's really fun. It's very stimulating. It's eye-hand coordination. Creative. Yep, yep. It's creative. There's so many wonderful things about it. So if you are looking at that, please don't ever throw it out. I always say, unless it's trash, don't throw it out. It can go to someone unless it's just damaged or so worn out. Right. Most Legos really hold up to the test of time send them in and again it costs you nothing you take a box from one of the million shipments everybody gets and you put them in the box and send them off that's it that's all you need to do oh cool you don't even have to clean them that was another question do i need to Wait. clean them i mean please don't send them something that your kid dumped maple syrup all over or, or something like that Are yeah, you okay yeah. <laughs> but i love that thank you to everyone who sent that in and thank you to Kristen bell for uh letting that kind of put the word out because i guarantee most people did not know about i that. didn't know about that yeah me neither that's really cool i love it um thank you for sharing that jessica yes uh i'm gonna be sharing about these eggs these intricately decorated eggs are raising money and good mm -hmm. wishes for Ukraine. Um, mm -hmm. This is from NPR.org. The the it was heard on All Things Considered. That's mm -hmm. where the article was coming from. And if you go to the link, um, those there's a little four minute listen you can listen to. But I'll just read it to you. Ukrainians have an ancient springtime tradition of intricately decorating eggs. This art form is called is it Pizanki? I think so. I think so. I feel like I've heard of it before. Mm -hmm. Um. Pizanki has taken on special meaning and urgency this year due to the war in Ukraine. Now, experts and newcomers are sharing this art to raise money and good wishes for the Ukrainian people. Sarah Backinger is from Round Lake, New York. She runs a group called Pizanki for Peace, which we'll put a link to, mm -hmm. which sends proceeds from workshops to humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. The workshops I've been doing in my local area have garnered so much interest. Beckinger says, people have seen this type of work before, but have never really looked into how it's done in the history and culture behind it. Mm -hmm. So there's been a very big increased interest in how this works, how this work is done and how it relates to Ukraine and the Ukrainians. She says that the workshops have been brought, have really brought people together, both folks who grew up with this tradition as she did as a Ukrainian American and those who are learning for the first time. The community aspect that has kind of sprouted from this is just really beautiful, she observes. It's just creating a space where people can come together to the table and learn from each other, focus their intention on something good. I really like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and just relax and connect. And there's pictures here. And you can tell these people look happy and peaceful and calm and like they're doing something, putting some goodness into the world. I love mm -hmm. it. Uh, she's also organizing exhibitions of the Pizanki. The first opens at the Wynnum Museum in Wynnum, Massachusetts on April 16th. 
Um, so it should be open right now, I think. Mm-hmm. We've received Paisanki from Florida to Alaska. Isn't that crazy? Love it. Paisanki look like they have come straight out of a fairy tale. These eggs are gorgeously cut. They are. They're so beautiful. From bright pastels to regal red and black. It looks as if they've been meticulously painted with mesmerizing designs, squirrels and curls, tiny geometric patterns, deer and flowers. But they're not actually painted. This is what I thought was so cool. Right? Ukrainian American ethnographer and artist Sofia Zylik explains, you write the designs on the eggs using melted beeswax and a stylus, and then you dip the egg in colored dye, repeating the process over and over again to get your desired result. Because when I first looked at them, too, I was like, is this an enamel art? I know. It's just beautiful. Um, Zelik is is curating an installation of these eggs at the Ukrainian Institute of America in New York City. People are sending their paisanki from all over the world as a symbol of hope against the Russian invasion. She says this tradition of decorating eggs goes back thousands of years. During the winter months, the days grew shorter and it was dark longer. People assumed that the sun god was angry with them and was leaving them. So to bring him back, she continues, they decided to give him a gift. And each year around springtime, they had this special spring ritual. Zylik says that they believed that the egg had magical qualities. They do look magical. Yes. Number one, birds fly in the air, she says. They're much closer to the sun than people are. People couldn't catch the birds, but they could get their eggs. And people thought when they held the egg in their hands, they could harness a little bit of power of the sun. Mm. So cool. And number two, the yolk reminded the people of, um, hold on, reminded the people of the sun. And it was a way of paying tribute to him. Hmm. And the third most important reason of all, the rooster was the sun god's chosen creature. He was the only creature that the sun god listened to because when the rooster crows, the sun comes out. And very often, a rooster can come out of a chicken egg. I think, mm-hmm. they, always have, I think they always have to come out of a chicken egg, don't they? <laughs> the, people would, the people would decorate eggs with symbols of pine branch for fertility or deer for strength in the hopes that the god would grant them, that the sun god would grant them their wishes. Um, so it's a ritual egg, she says. I love that. I'm just going to kind of get through here. During the Soviet yeah, era. Yeah. Under Stalin, he was trying to stop and eradicate any type of religious practices. So, Paisanki were also banned because they were deeply connected with Easter. The diaspora kept the tradition alive. Wow. These days, people often treasure their Paisanki for years. Sophia says that traditionally, they were ritually made every spring and then used as talismans. I love the idea of a talisman. Heck, yeah. Magical. We're, we're going, we're going. Here we go. This is this is the cool part. Oh boy. I'm like great. Okay. They were blessed at Easter and then there were uses for them. Eggshells were incorporated into cattle feed to make the cattle stronger. Eggshells were buried in the garden to have a better harvest. An egg with an eternity symbol was placed in beehives so that there would be continuous honey. If a child died during the Easter season, a paisanka would be placed in the coffin so that the child had something to play with. When a house was being built, a paisanka was put on the four corners to protect against evil spirits. Zelik says that when the end of the war comes, boy, here we go, Dana, she will bring all the decorated eggs from her installation to her ancestral homeland. We're going. We're going with hammers and nails. And these eggs are coming with us, she says firmly. Symbolically, they will be dug into the fields. They will be put in people's homes as they're being rebuilt. And this will happen. This will definitely happen. 
just as it was for her ancestors, these eggs will be part of Ukraine's rebirth. I think that's beautiful. I know. It gives me chill. I read the article and still hearing you say it, it just gave me chills. I know. The positivity, the power of coming together, whatever you do or don't believe, there is power in numbers and in energy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So putting that out there and also... I saw something similar to this on uh, CBS Sunday morning, another woman who was doing workshops, teaching locals how to do this with her mother who taught her the tradition. She's a mm-hmm. school teacher and doing this. I saw that the money too. that they're getting for these workshops are all going to Ukrainian aid. Yep. So they're doing this for the love of it and to do something special. But that is part of how money is being raised is by people teaching these workshops to it's do that. And because what a beautiful keeping, thing to come from it. Absolutely. It's keeping tradition alive, first of all. Yes. And it's giving back to these people. Like, we have to make this stop. I mean, we can't say it enough. Right. Um, but bringing awareness to things like this, not only are they just stunning to look at. I didn't even yeah. realize. I had never heard. Like, I had heard that said before, but I didn't mm-hmm. realize what it was. And I certainly didn't know what was behind it. Totally. So thank you for sharing that. Um, it's from NPR. Paisinki, can I just spell it for you guys real quick? Yes. P-Y-S-A-N-K-Y. Paisanki. I might be pronouncing it wrong, but you can look it up. It's stunning. Mm-hmm. They're, they're beautiful. Beautiful. And I can't believe that they're just like dipped and it's a wax style. Right? Whatever. Go look at them. You'll just be speechless like I am. <laughs> totally. I love it. Thank you for sharing that, Jessica. Absolutely. Oh, Jess. Oh, boy. I think that's our show. I am definitely certain for the first time ever that it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this is going to turn out. But we did it. I do. <laughs> we did it. We have started our week. We are on the track. Uh-huh. And we'll just try to keep going. Okay, everybody. Uh, Jessica, you know what I did this weekend? I watched The Forever Purge, which was terrifying, but also I was not mad at myself like for finally breaking. It's actually really fascinating. Y- y'all should watch it if you like that kind of stuff. It's very relevant to some of the things going on these days. Okay. I enjoyed well, it. I saw three episodes of a five-episode little docu-series. I cannot recommend it enough to everyone. If you want to, you know, I'm never going to stop recommending nature shows and right. I'm like preaching to the choir most of the time. And Dana loves them as much as me. There is a new series. It came out this year. It is narrated by our former president, Barack Obama. Ew. He is so good at narrating. I could listen to him all day. Voice. It is uh, on Netflix. It's about national parks. Now, I didn't ever think of them being national parks that they were outside of the U S but every continent has national parks within different countries. One of them is just about um, Chile and Patagonia. Mm -hmm. And it is, I'm getting chills talking about this right now. Please watch this, not only for the beauty of the cinematography and the nature, but we have got to, as a, world and as a planet come together like for instance what they're doing there the amount of protected areas they keep increasing and increasing it 
And one of the things they have done is uh, they're helping bring back the balance of pumas, which are the largest of the big cats that live in South America. And again, I can't remember the name of the animal. It's very, very popular there. It sort of looks like a llama. Um, But anyways, they are like increasing the population of both of those. And they did something. No, it's called like a queen. Oh, God. Now I got it. No, don't look it up. It's fine. We can figure it out. I feel like a moron. It kind of looks like a cross between an alpaca and a llama. Okay. And they have kind of like a reddish fur over the like off-white fur they're beautiful but also there was something similar done where they were bringing wolves back to yellowstone a few years ago and it just is mind-blowing to know the connection between the earth and the things living on it so based on these animals being in the area certain flora started coming back other species were the whole balance, the whole circle of life, including, spoiler alert, the episode on Kenya talks about hippos and their dung, which the fish eat. And the dung also then uh, provides nutrients to the aquatic plant life. Fascinating. Fascinating. Anyways. There's a whole um, poop Poop yes. show, animal poop show. I think I sent it to you a couple of yes. months ago that I watched. That was fascinating. Now, y'all know I hate poop. Yes. I mean, I don't even like poop wind. Okay. But that was fascinating to see how everything is connected. It is. Yeah. And every bit of it. Anyways, please, please, please watch it. It is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Great. Thank you yep. for letting me know. I will definitely mm-hmm. watch that. Um, I, yeah, Forever Purge is about all I got. You're welcome. You are way smarter than I am. (laughs) And use your time more wisely. I actually was thinking of Alan yesterday because I was like, I need to hit up Alan, see if he's got any good documentaries. Uh Because I did send him that forged axe from Instagram yesterday. Woo! That thing was cool. He loves the things that you send him. I love it. I love it. Well, that's why I sent them to him because I'm like, yes, <laughs> and that's besides me exactly. and Alan. Exactly. <laughs> and then Jessica will go, nerds. <laughs> I will. She's not lying. <laughs> okay. For a point to ponder, I just have a question. Y'all can write in. You can mm-hmm. DM us. Jessica, say real quick, real quick, how to get a hold of us. Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves Podcast, on Twitter at raves underscore the. Our YouTube channel, The Rants and Raves Podcast. You can also send us an email at the Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com and hit the contact button. Thank you. We appreciate you. And uh, like I said, just buckle up for this ride for this episode. They've already been on it. This is already, yeah. Why am I saying that? Buckle up. (laughs) Unbuckle and get yourself a, a hope drink. Hope we haven't or a injured your brain. <laughs> I hope we haven't injured your brain. At least you can go into this week going, "Holy cow! At least I'm not those ladies, right?" Uh, All right, I adore you, Jessica. We'll be back next week. Let's just leave it to TBD whether there's going to be a video of this week. Indeed. <laughs> um, I 
I've got a question for y'all. And Jessica, maybe we can discuss this offline. But okay. how's everybody feel about uh, Elon Musk and his Twitter, his Twitter offer? What was it? Forty three point five billion cash. <laughs> Take it or leave it. How we all, how we feeling about that? I got I got to tell you, I got mixed emotions about Elon Musk a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's just a personal opinion I'm sharing. But uh, there we go. Think about it. Uh... <laughs> Dana, I love you. Thanks love for you putting too. up with me. Oh, come on. You have to deal with this every <laughs> single day. So love you to death. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>